God's new chosen people. This they like to hear. In fact, they have been telling themselves just that. The Old Testament Israelites are to the Puritans what the blues was to the Rolling Stones, a source of inspiration, a renewable resource of riffs. What Cotton is telling them is that, like the Old Testament Jews, they are men of destiny. And, like the Old Testament Jews, God has given them a new home, a promised land. And, like the Old Testament Jews, God has printed eviction notices for them to tack up on the homes of the nothing special just folks folks who are squatting there. It's fine, according to Cotton, to move into a country not altogether void of inhabitants. If said country is really big. After all, he continues, Abraham and Isaac, when they sojourned amongst the Philistines, they did not buy that land to feed their cattle, because, they said, there's room enough. This is God's plantation, remember? Cotton says, If God be the gardener, who shall pluck up what he sets down? Hear that, Indians? No weeding of the white people allowed, unless they're Catholic, or one of those Satan-worshipping Virginians. John Cotton is 46 years old. He is the most respected, famous, and beloved Puritan minister in England. Getting him to bless the send-off of these relatively unimportant castaways would be like scoring Nelson Mandela to deliver the commencement address at the neighbor kid's eighth-grade graduation. In fact, once the colonists arrive in Massachusetts, they will name their settlement Boston in honor of Cotton's hometown. These people listening to this man are scared. There's a boat in the harbor that just might sail them to their deaths. They may never see their friends again until heaven or hell, depending on how this dumb plan goes. For years, they've grumbled that England is a cesspool governed by an immoral king under the spell of the Whore of Babylon, which is their cute nickname for the Pope. But now that it's time to light out, their dear old mother country seems so cozy, all warm beds and warm beer and days of old lang syne. Yet here is the smartest man in England, maybe the smartest man in the world, telling them, little old them, that they have been picked by God. They are Israelites is what they are. They are fleeing Egypt. Good riddance. Next stop, land of milk slash honey. Now they know. They can do this. They can vomit their way across the sea. They can spend ten years digging up tree stumps to plow frozen fields. They can even learn to love corn. For the first time in months, they can breathe. Then Cotton quotes Luke 12.48. To whom much is given, of him God will require the more. Of course there's a catch, Spider-Man. When God is the landlord, Cotton says, Defraud him not of his rent. The price? Obedience. Break God's laws and suffer ye his wrath. The Israelites, Cotton warns, might wrong themselves by trespassing against God, and so expose themselves to affliction. If Israel will destroy themselves, the fault is in themselves. Great. All this special treatment might get them nothing more than special punishment from a creator who sure is creative when it comes to retribution. The prophet swallowed by the whale, the wife turned into salt. Thank goodness for bees. Cotton points out, when the hive is too full, 
They seek abroad for new dwellings. Keep in mind that most of the colonists fear more than a watery grave or the dark forest ahead or even hell. They question their leaving. What if their sinful birthplace needs them? But Cotton reassures them that England has more than its fair share of Englishmen. He remarks, When the hive of the Commonwealth is so full that tradesmen cannot live one by another but eat up one another in this case, it is lawful to remove. Here we arrive at the reason why this here tale of American Puritans is more concerned with the ones shipping off from Southampton for Massachusetts in the Arbella in 1630 than with the pilgrims who sailed from Southampton toward Plymouth on the Mayflower in 1620. Because the Plymouth colonists were separatists and the Massachusetts Bay colonists were not. Before I explain that, I will say that the theological differences between the Puritans...